Hello, my name is Price Van Ray. I'm a divorced single dad, father of five kids. Welcome to my show. <laughs> so, today we're going to be talking about endure, how we must endure. But before we get to that, I do want to wish my son the best, my oldest son. He's uh, 23. <laughs> and uh, he just joined the Marines. So, I'm sort of torn here because I do support the Marines. Um, there's a lot of things I, I, I do for the military, um, but it's a tough job, and Marines are like the toughest. And being a father, having a child, it's tough for me because I love my kids so much. I don't want anything to happen to them. And I know the Marines, they're, they're, they're like right up there on the front lines. But I wish him all the best. I, I I hope he's very safe. He's going through the boot camp right now. Hopefully he'll uh, survive it. Because <laughs> I hear boot camp's pretty tough, especially for the Marines. I, I, I always thought, you know, I always try to tell me, you know, if you do go in the service, try the Air Force. Okay? You know, it's great to serve the country, but the Air Force, I just feel safer. Uh, then it would go Navy, then Army, then Marines. But I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. He was saying how, how he had a friend who was in the Coast Guard. I never thought about the Coast Guard, it's probably because of all the water. I'm not a great swimmer. But in any case, he's serving our country. It's what he wants to do. It's his life. And I support all the military, but like I say, this is my son. And I just don't want anything bad to happen to him. And like like any other parent, you know, I'm, I'm sure they feel the same way. I could sit here and say, oh, I'm so proud of him and he's serving his country, this and that. But and, and my dad's dad served. He was in the he was in the army. And I, I, you know, he was in the army. I always saw his picture, but he never really seemed like an army material to me. He just seemed like dad. <laughs> just hey, that's my dad, <laughs> you know. But I, I guess you know, the the army probably did did make him a better person because uh, he had to endure, and that's what we're talking about today. He had to endure a whole lot in life, and it's tough because in life you have to endure so much. So let me start by saying, life is not easy. Life is not fair. You must always endure like those before. That's right, because we have people and family and friends in our past who have lived hundreds of years ago, thousands. I mean, this is our gene pool, guys. And people have lived a very long time, and they have endured so much. I, you know, I, I have endured, and... You would think there's gonna always gonna be high times, but there's gonna be low times too. I mean, there there are really are gonna be low times. If you think, <clears throat> if you think that you can go through life untouched by um, by untouched by tragedy, untouched by failure, untouched by pain, sorrow, sickness, you're wrong because you have to endure in life. There's so much. <clears throat> so much in life you have to endure. Life is tough. Some people get lucky. Some people can slide right through life and it seems like everything falls in place for them. They're, they're, they're lucky. They're, they're really lucky. My life wasn't like that. And I know my mom's life wasn't like that. My dad's life wasn't like that. Um, I have family members whose life wasn't like that. Uh, there were always ups and more more downs than ups, unfortunately. But we endure. And does that make you stronger? 
if you endure, I believe it can make you stronger. And it is painful. It, it hurts. But you, you will survive. I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell you about some of the stuff I've endured in my life. Because you know, everybody endures different things. Um, I mean, I, I can't go through every minute of my life. But I remember when I was younger, um, didn't really have a lot of friends. And I ended up getting a cat. And uh, I had gotten a cat because before, when I was younger, in my neighborhood, there were all these stray cats. And in our backyard, there was a whole, I mean, this cat had a whole bunch of kittens. There was this one special cat that I really liked. It, it was a long-haired Angora cat, a kitten. And I, I picked it up and brought it inside. I wanted to keep it. But I knew I couldn't because my, my parents at the time, they, they, were, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't let us have pets like that, like a cat. So, but I had the kitten up in my room, and uh, I fed it and played with it, and then I sent it back outside. Well, a couple of days later, um, I, I saw it dead, and I was, I was so broken. I, that, that, that sort of scarred me. And I said, oh, if I only had have kept the cat... Maybe it would still be here. Uh, it, 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 as a little kid, that hurts. Later on, I had went to the store, and this is when they were selling kittens in stores. I don't know. I don't think they do that anymore because I've been looking around and I don't see any kittens in stores. I think I, 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 I had, I had bought this cat for like ten or fifteen bucks. It was a black and white cat, and uh, it liked me. It was cool. I, I uh, brought it, brought it home. It was my my little baby. A year later, I didn't let this cat outside at all. Um, let him out, let her out. I think it was uh, Thanksgiving, probably New Year's, and then I let her out on Easter. And on Easter, she didn't come back, and I didn't know what happened. Came home from church, and she was on my neighbor's lawn. I guess she got hit by a car. She didn't know what a car was. I cried that day all day. I cried for a long time. But you know what, guys? I endured. I endured. I, I, I survived. I made it through it. I made it through all that hurt and that pain. I endured. Uh, when I was growing up, I was bullied in school. But I always thought about the big picture. The big picture to me was, you're in school. Yeah, not everybody's bullying you. Just a, a couple jerks. Endure it. Just... Nobody's going to, at, at that time, nobody, there wasn't any help. And I thought, just make it through, make it through high school. That's all you got, make it through high school. And I always thought that kids were different. Uh, kids were a product, like everybody else, you're a product of your environment. And these kids act the way they did, maybe because their parents didn't teach them. Or maybe they did teach them certain things that they shouldn't have. But I always believe that when you get older, there comes a time when you got to make a choice and say, is this what I want to believe? Is this what I choose to believe? Is this what, how I want to live my life? And as far as I'm concerned, um, people, hopefully people can change and they want to be more positive and be better. So thank goodness to social media, I've connected to a lot of people from high school and these are these are great people in the first place, but it's really good you have social media where you can connect. That that's the high point. <laughs> but 
like I was saying, I, I was bullied. Um, another time I had to endure, because I'm, I'm just giving you a small list, was when I graduated high school. My mom wanted me to take computers in school, so I went to a community college, and I failed out miserably. They sent me a letter asking me politely not to come back unless I get my grades up. So I had to go at night, and I had to endure. I didn't. I'm not a computer person. This is this is this is a different back then. You had computer programming, Pascal and Cobalt. I did not understand it. It was way beyond my comprehension, and I just wasn't interested in. It. I was interested in art, but I endured, and I uh, went back to that college. And guess what? I graduated. <clears throat> That's my claim to fame. I tell my kids this all the time. I say, you don't quit. Don't quit, guys. Don't quit on yourself. Endure. You must endure. Uh, I remember um, when I was in college, for a brief time I was taking interior design, and we had a project due. And I wanted to be creative. They wanted us to stretch our imagination, be very creative. So I thought, you know, there was there was this race called the River River Rat Race, where I live, and it was on the waters, like a boat race. They had a whole bunch of these, like a boat race, a car race, a run. But the big logo was River Rat Race, and I thought because a lot of the she, the assignment was to have a theme, and. It, I remember when I was in Florida, there was this place called Jungle Gyms, which is a theme, you know, a jungle. And I thought, everybody's doing these theme bars, and what if I did one based off the River Rat Diner? Now, the professor and the assistants were all helping us, guiding us to do a good project. So I was saying I wanted to do something called the River Rat Diner. And uh, I, I was young. And I was thinking how, how you could have, um, you could have these rats in these in these like cages, but funnels. But I mean, th- there would be a whole theme to it. Whereas, so the day came when we had to present our projects, and I, I just wanted to be really creative with this thing. Now, I was in college. Remember, I didn't have any thoughts or ideas about health codes and this and that and oh you can't have rats in eating establishments um, but on on the day of the project they got to me and I explained what I wanted to do this was like a theme park I mean for example if you have there was like I said there was this place called Jungle Gyms to be creative I, I, I would almost think you could have lions there and tigers and monkeys like a real jungle but uh, I remember in that place they had uh, like puppets and 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 statues and stuff. So maybe that's the avenue I should have went with the statues and stuff. However, on presentation day, the teacher uh, humiliated me and, and tried to tell me, you can't have stuff like this. This is ridiculous. This is a health code. Uh, um, you really can't present stuff like this because it goes against everything. I was humiliated in front of the whole class. I didn't like that. It was horrible. It was a horrible experience. To be humiliated in front of all your classmates <clears throat> is the worst, especially when you're a kid. But what got me was they knew what the project was going to be. So why didn't they tell me in the beginning? 
they said, okay, listen, this sounds cool, but you can't do this. They didn't. I, I, to this day, I think she just wanted to publicly humiliate me. But guess what? It doesn't matter because I endured. I endured that humiliation, and I just went on. You have to endure. So the other thing when I say endure, I went through a divorce. Okay? You you, you never think divorce is going to happen to you. I mean, when you get married. I know when I got married, I didn't say, I can't wait to get divorced. That's, that's insane. Who would do that? You try to make a marriage work as long as everything is workable. But I got divorced, and... Uh, and when my kids, as, as of course are a part of it, five kids, they had to endure it. They had to see it. I was embarrassed because I felt like a failure, like I couldn't really provide for the family now that I'm getting divorced. And, you know, when you lose the house, you have to endure. You're like, oh, my God, we're losing, we're losing the house. Where are we going to live? So I, I, I ended up taking the kids, and um, they, my kids went to my parents, but there wasn't enough room for me. That's a whole another situation. So I had a, you know, we were homeless for a while. I was living out of my car, and I would take a shower at the uh, at at the health gym, at the gym that I had a membership for. I, I already paid for it, so I took a shower there. And I remember taking a shower every day. In the shower, I would I would cry because I felt like a failure. I said, I, I can't believe this, but I saw this beautiful shower in the gym and looked around and I said, this is so nice I could take a shower. And I said, one day I'm going to have a shower this nice. Through all that time, you have to remember, I endured. I endured the humiliation that I thought my kids saw me as I your kids usually look up to you and say hey this is my dad and my dad's gonna be there for us and this and that it was humiliating to go through a divorce and I'm sure it was worse for them because kids are going through a divorce in this day and age unfortunately it's like a dime a dozen and it shouldn't be because when I was growing up not, not a lot of people got divorced you got married that was it but you get divorced I mean I had to face my parents and say I can't believe this I'm, I'm getting divorced mom and dad you know it's it, that's it's humiliating but you do endure and that that's all we can do now i i will say you know things got better i mean i you know i have a you know i have a job i do the podcast as you can see in fact i do two of them i do Forever Dad here and Pop City Culture about two kids, two black kids who speak about things in going on in politics and in society. I also write children's books and I do digital art. But you have to endure. Now, I'm what's the point of all this? I'm gonna tell you. Because this is Forever Dad. And we have to talk to our kids. And that's the thing. We have to tell our kids, guys, listen. Life is not going to be easy, and there will be low times, bad times, when you'll just want to quit 
Don't throw in the towel. You must endure. That, that's what you do. You look at my life. I've, I've gone through a lot worse than a lot of the stuff I've said. But I've endured. And you have to endure. You have to say, hey, I'm going to endure. I mean, when you see homeless people on the street asking for money, I, I can't imagine, imagine that, how humiliating that is to just ask for help from somebody. But they endure, and they endure every single day. They get up every day knowing that's, that's their life right now. It doesn't have to be their life forever. Hopefully it won't be. Hopefully they will be in a position one day where it'll be a lot better. But at that point in time, they, they, they're out there, and all I see is somebody saying, I will endure. I will endure. And I tell my kids, I say, guys, I'm sorry to tell you this, but life isn't fair, and it isn't easy. And there are going to be times when you'll have to endure. Now, I, I, I will tell you this. I, my second daughter, it seems like everything lands in her lap perfectly. <laughs> She has like the greatest luck there is, and so far she's she hasn't really had to endure anything. <laughs> she's upbeat. She's positive. She's she's just a, a good-hearted kid. Just I don't know how it works for her, but for the rest of us, we have to endure. We have to work. We have to work at things, and we hope things work out. And I told so I was talking to my oldest daughter. I said, "Honey, I really want to talk to you because, you know." I'm not going to be here forever. I'm not going to be a crutch. And life is good right now. But in the future, there may be times when it won't be. Where you might be homeless. Where you might get into a relationship that's physically violent. Where you might, unfortunately, just bad things will happen. But I said, honey, you... You got to remember you must endure. You must endure. And I I told her because I, I love her. And I actually wanted all my kids to be here. So I'm gonna have to tell my kids separately, unless they listen to the podcast. And I told them you you have to endure. You have to not give up. Because I I believe in you and I love you. And you must endure. So my daughter was telling me, why are you telling me this? And I said, because, because I wish my parents had told me this. Because this is life. And in life, you, you must. You must not give up. You must endure. That's the way it is. And things will get better. You just can't give up. Don't give up on life and don't give up on yourself. Because life can be amazing. Amazing. And... I'll be honest with you, my parents endured. I, I, you know, my mom told me when I, when I was going through the divorce and I lost my house, my mom told me, you know, Price, listen, when I was younger, she had like, I don't know, I, I forget how many brothers and sisters, I think it was like eight. She said when she was a kid, she got thrown out of the house. Her mom was working and they put all the stuff on the street. She was homeless. And she had to find a place by the end of the day where everybody could live because her mom was working. Her mom told her, try to find a place to live and she'll be home after she works. This is back 
this my god my mom was born 1926 so we're so we are talking like like a while ago we are talking like way way back in the day my mom endured she sure did very tough woman and you know my my dad endured too everybody who lived before us our relatives everybody They've all gone through very bad things and they have endured. And like I said in the beginning, life is not easy. Life is not fair. You must always endure like those before. And now, it's story time. Once upon a time, in a land not too far away, four trees started to grow on top of a small hill. Three of the trees are very selfish, arrogant, and proud trees, always boasting how big and tall they will become, teasing each other how they will live forever. The fourth tree is happy and content just to be a tree. As time passes, the three proud and selfish trees spent all their days growing as tall and impressive as they can, boasting each other, and every day how wonderful they will be. The fourth tree listened, but is all happy and content just to be a tree. Many years passed, and the trees all looked impressive and have grown straight and tall, but they have grown even more arrogant, selfish, and proud, boasting and teasing consistently how they are better than the other, how they surely surely will live forever. The fourth tree isn't the best looking or the tallest, but is all happy and content just to be a tree. The woodcutter comes along and cuts the three proud, arrogant trees down to the ground. The first tree is made into the city gates. The second tree, a great warship. And the third tree, a great place of worship. Each of the three trees is proud and happy of their new position in society, boasting that they are better than the other and how they really will live forever. The fourth tree is all happy and content just to be a tree. Our army comes to attack the city gates and destroyed the great warship and sunk in the harbor and the great place of worship burnt down to the ground. Only the fourth tree survived growing on the hill, all happy and content just to be a tree. The fourth tree knows that it cannot live forever, that the day must come when the fourth tree will too pass away. But before it sets seeds, the fourth tree, growing on that hill, all happy and content just to be a tree, plants a few seeds. And it will go on forever. It will go on forever, and it will endure. I want to thank you all for joining me today. I enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it too. And listen, guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, you can hear it all over the internet. Morning, noon, and night. It'd be great if you could hear what I have to say. So that's going to bring us to the end of the show. I want to thank you all for listening today. It's been great. 
And don't forget to be nice to each other. You know why? Because it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. So don't be a jerk. And remember this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised. So don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them, I will love you forever, Dad. Hey, thanks for joining me today. And uh, before I go, I just want to say I'll see you next time here on my show. Be well, be kind, be back. Peace, and I will see you later. And remember to endure. See you guys later. Bye.